You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. You're listening to part two of our conversation with Sutton Foster. I haven't done eight shows a week with as a mom, but there is like, I can't wait to be able to share that with her. And, um, and also like how, I don't know. I'm like proud to be a mom who like loves what she does. And mm-hmm. like, I'm excited that I get to show that to her so mm-hmm. that she you know, I, I hate being away from her, but I also am like proud to be living my dream because I want her to, I want her to find that, you know, I want her to find something that she's like passionate about that makes her happy and that she also gets paid mm-hmm. to do. You know, right. <laughs> exactly. I've never been more emotional on stage than when my kids were in the audience. I oh. felt like so monumental to me that they were out there and it was a really beautiful moment. And I know Jessica, you had that too with Elliot seeing you on stage. Yeah. So awesome. that was amazing. She has not seen Tina, but she did come see, <laughs> she did see summer. So she was, and she loved that, you know, disco balls and, and all that, but, um, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's super special and you know, it's, it, it's unreal. She talks about it still, you know, and she saw my husband in pretty woman and she saw, you know, and so she talks about that. We asked her last night actually, cause she said, I love musicals. <laughs> we were Aww. like, really? She's obsessed with six right now. So this is, she's discovered oh, six yeah. and she is belting for Jesus all the time, you know, know, with her to herself. But, but she said last night, my favorite musicals are, um, six and pretty woman and, <laughs> and summer <laughs> And SpongeBob SquarePants, and I was like, "That's that's a great. That's great. That's amazing." My kids have not seen the Book of Mormon yet, which my husband is. No. It's going to be a good long time. Yeah, yeah. that might yeah. take that might take a hot yeah. Sec. yeah, yeah, take, take but, a minute. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. to get back in the theaters will be will be amazing when that yeah, comes. But it is super special, like when she finally does see you. I think on stage, especially you said she sings and she like does stuff. I just think, especially if it's as is scheduled to be, I believe still music man, you know, the next time who's not good, but like what a beautiful show for her to see you in too, you know, the dresses and Oh, it's just such a beautiful. I know. And I I like, she went through this really big sound of music phase where she was, we showed, we showed her the sound of music and it started and, the music, the overture, and Mm -hmm. then Maria singing, you know, and she looked at me and she said, I don't, I don't know these songs. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I, 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 you don't know them yet. I was like, I'll teach them to you. And she's like, we can learn them in the car when we go we drive. And I was like, sure. We can listen to them in the car (laughs) while we drive. (laughs) And she went on this huge sound music. We were like, and she watched the whole movie, like even when it gets all dark and wow. Nazis and stuff. And she, and, and she was like, and <laughs> I remember when the nuns came on, she goes, what are, what are those? Yeah. What is that? I was like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. how do I explain like, nuns? I was like, those are nuns. And she's like, 
okay and then the, the and and the, the the at the end and I'll go those those are the bad guys and so she knows like Maria and the captain and she knows all the songs now and if you ask her like her favorite song she says do re mi mm. and I was getting to a point with this. Oh, but I decided to like not show her the movie of the music man because I was afraid she would then if she's when she sees the show, she'll be like, that's not like it won't be the movie, you know? So I was like, no, the first time she sees the music man will be when mommy's in it and she that will be the you know yes. the, the production. Yes. I yeah. didn't want her to I didn't want to uh, no no comparisons, you know. <laughs> She was like, you don't sing as high as she did. I was like, all right, all right, all right. I know. You know what? <laughs> Elliot just, she actually just saw Music Man the other day. We were at a friend's um, who was in our pod for the 4th of July. And you know how Turner Classic Movies or whatever shows like 1776 and the Music Man, all these on the 4th. And so Elliot was going in and out of the house and she saw Shapoopy. And boy, oh. you better believe she loved that song. She thought it was so funny. Yeah. A poopy mom. They're yeah. saying poopy. I'm like, oh, yeah. my yeah. oh my God. Theater kids. Yep. Yep. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more of our conversation with Sutton Foster. Welcome back everyone. We're continuing our conversation with Sutton Foster. Uh, I want to circle it back to younger. I know that we're, we're kind of on um, a theater kick, but I feel like I know, I know a lot of women, especially moms who love the show and love your character. And I think that there's such a connection to it because it's a woman who was career driven, became a mother, found herself in a marriage that wasn't working and finds herself needing to reinvent herself after kind of losing her identity. And I think no matter what the state of um, a woman's marriage or whatever her relationship situation is, I think that we have this huge shift when we become moms and a lot of people lose themselves in Mm -hmm. that and have a very hard time finding their way back to who they were before. Um, And I, I wonder how that's been. I mean, I know for me, when I first started watching it, I, I think my second son was about my, my second son, my second <laughs> was like child, Kara. My first son. Uh, he was about six months old. And I definitely was in this place of, oh my God, am I ever going to work again? Who am I? I'm just covered in spit up all day. And I, I mean, I love my children more than life, but I really felt like I had lost myself. And I, I feel like that's such a huge draw with your character. Have you experienced that from fans or playing the character yourself? Yeah. <sighs> I know it's interesting. I mean, Eliza, Liza's character on younger, but she, we're, uh, we are like opposite. Like she had a kid early, gave up her career and then is like re identifying herself later in her forties after her kid has grown, getting back into the workforce. And then I'm like the opposite where career, 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 kid late, but it's been really interesting I think, I think what I love about the show is that it's never too, that idea that it's never too late to reinvent yourself. It's never too late to claim happiness or to, uh, you don't have to just, you don't have to just choose one, one path and that's, that's your lot. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. actually, no, you, at any moment you can, you can start over. And yes, there are 
factors that rule into that. But I, I, it's an interesting thing that I have found navigating. And it's like where I am sort of in my life now being 45 years old, which is, I don't know how that happened. And being a mom of a three and a half year old, having a career, uh, and trying to do it all and feeling and also dealing with just like, it's like the, the guilt of the choice of, you know, you uh, trying to just navigate everything and finding the balance without the, it's like this, the mom guilt. And even now, even like in quarantine, like taking time for myself to like read a book, I'm like guilty the entire, I feel guilty the entire time when I like desperately just need 50, 30 minutes to sit outside and like quiet and not have to deal with, you know, any, anything, but I'm like, Oh no, I should be washing dishes or I should be you know, taking the dogs out or playing with Emily or planning something or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's a, I think that that is just probably a, will be a constant for the rest of, um, of your life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it's like, it's Kara and I actually send each other memes about this all the time. All the time. It's, it's so difficult. It's, um, the, the mental load and the, um, mom guilt and the exhaustion of just keeping all the balls in the air, you know, because it, it, it it does fall to us for better or worse. You know what I mean? Somehow even you can have a great partner and you still are the one who's having to do the things. And then on top of it, you know, just taking some time. I mean, it's like, she's three and a half. I'm sure she talks a lot. I, you know, my child is almost six and she's still talking a lot. Like from the minute she wakes up, we're going. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I just need you to be quiet for a minute. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like you just, that's why I love, it's like, I just, some quiet, you know, it's trying to explain to them, especially during quarantine that like, I'm working on this. And the more you interrupt me, the longer it's going to take me until I can give you my full attention. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I think it finally went through today at one point she came over and I was working on something. I was like, Elliot, she goes, <laughs> she goes, Oh mom, you're focusing and you're working. Okay. I will let you, I will let you do that. And I, but then tell me when you're ready. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh like, and then you feel guilty. You know, then you're like, Oh, but I don't want you to have to, oh, it's this never ending cycle. I know. The, guilt, the guilt is strong, but I think you're, you're, t- when you talk about that need for quiet. There's, there's always input. There's always like your kids talking or needing something, but then when you are quiet in your head and you have a moment, it's really hard to quiet your brain and stop it thinking of all the things that you need to be aware of. You know, I feel like once there's this great quote uh, by Sophia Loren. Oh, I'm going to forget it now. Shall I Google it while we sit here? Yeah. Because it's so good. And she talks about how once you have, once you're a mother, you're never alone in your thoughts ever again. Um, and I'm, oh, I'm, wow. I'm quoting it, I think, but that's the gist. And it's so poignant to me because you aren't, you're never, you're never alone with yourself. There's always someone else you're thinking about. Yeah. Whatever. 
Did I you found find it. it? Yeah, I found it. Okay. <laughs> when you are a mother, you're never really alone in your thoughts. A mother always has to think twice, once for herself and once for her child. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So much truth in that. And then the mom guilt is like another voice in your head <laughs> that's weighing in on everything. So. I know. Oh, but I think right now, particularly, it's so important to take that time, even if it is only 15 or minutes or a half hour, you know, it's like to just be be still and, and breathe for a minute in this sort of tumultuous time that we're in. I know the heaviness. I know know. it's awful. It's (laughs) It's so weird. weird. Every day I am still in disbelief. Here we are in August and I am still in disbelief. I know, I know that this is life. I know. Anyway. Yeah. So we, you know, we often ask our guests a question and then use it, you know, through social media for connection for our village and our community to feel that they're part of the conversation. And, um, we wanted to ask you, what is the best part about being a mom? The best part about being a mom? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. What is the best part about being a mom? You can also go to top three. I mean, I know it can be hard to choose, right? (laughs) I know. It's so interesting. I think, what is the best part about being a mom? Um, It's like, I, it's like little, uh, some, it's it's like the, my heart, um, it's like the Grinch. My heart has grown, you know, (laughs) 10 times, you know, 10 times its size or, or like, there were like little rooms in my heart that I didn't even know were there. And like, I, I feel like I've smiled. I smile bigger than I've ever smiled. You know, things that make me, uh, I, I, my emotions are like <laughs> more extreme, you know, the, the, the highs and the lows, but like, I feel like I've had moments of just wonder and, and watching her, um, being able to, couple things. Okay. Being able to watch her grow and, and learn and, but then also being able to relive the selfish thing is being able to relive parts of your own childhood through her, like going to a zoo Mm -hmm. or noticing every playground or <laughs> even taking her to Disneyland and watching her see Disneyland and mm-hmm. uh, discover that, or, you know, it, or, or like the little small victories of like teaching her that, you know, to take, take your shoes off, put your feet in the grass. Um, the discovery of like a caterpillar or, uh, you know, just uh, watching her learn how to swim or, or, uh, like all, uh, or, or getting her to try a new food, oh. you know, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like those little tiny victories or, but really it's just like, I, I, lately I've just been staring at her eyes cause they're her, she has blue eyes and they are like so beautiful. They're like this bluish gray, like they're so pretty. And I'm just like staring at her eyes and, and, and watching her like, like 
she just like sees everything and is taking in everything and, and, and her comprehension and, and, you know, like she can repeat. She's just, I think that's like watching her learn and grow and, um, become a person. Yeah. Who's actively a part of the world. Yeah. 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 And that she's also like, she's a piece of all of us, but yet she's her own thing. And, that's like, it's like that nature nurture thing. Like she is her own, like from day one, you know, when she was out of the womb and we held her for the very first time, like she was, she is still that same little creature that she came out as. And she was she, that Yoda creature, but she was, um, she was like, uh, she, she wanted her, she wanted, she didn't want to be, she wanted to be held, but then to fall asleep. She needed her space. Like she needed, so I would like lay her down and she was like, Oh, she would like sleep. (laughs) And she just needed her own space. And like her first words, like her first sentence was Emmy self, Emmy self. I want to do it myself. Mm. And you're like, Oh shit. Okay. Okay, cool. (laughs) And that's who she is. Like from day one, she was like, I want to, I'm going to sleep. I don't need to be, you don't need to rock me to sleep. Just put me down. I'm good. And I was like, okay. And so she's just very like independent and strong. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. So it's fun to, it's fun to just discover her. And also like you have a little, little tiny human that lives in your house that comes up and (laughs) gives you a hug and a kiss and, you know, and like wants to snuggle and lean her head on your shoulder. And, you know, it's, I'm always just like, you know, (laughs) it's wild. It is. I think like you were saying, seeing the world through their eyes is it's really kind of magical. And I think during this time, especially there's so much that's heavy. And I knew, I know like our kids are taking it in, whether it's like from the stress of that we're carrying with us or what they're seeing and they're hearing, they're not going to school, things like that. But I've, on the days that it's been the hardest, I look at them frolicking in our backyard or finding joy in making a fort or whatever it is. And it's like, the world is not a bad place. This, no. you know, there's so much good. And it's a really, for me, it's been a good reminder to just look to them. And I think it's kept me from going down a dark hole through all this time, you know, yeah. is just the joy that they inherently have in discovering the world. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. I know. And she's like, we just, so she, we haven't taken her back to New York city. We just told her she, you know, she was like, we didn't know what to say. It's like, she doesn't, she's three and a half. It's not like she needs to, and she, and we're out in like a very small community and it hasn't really affected her other than she hasn't been able to see her friends. And, you know, we just started, we have like a little pod of people, but she, um, she knows we told her that New York city is sick. And so she's like, every day she goes, is New York city feeling better? Oh. Is it still sick? And I was like, it's doing it's, I was like, it's feeling a lot better. It's doing a lot better. And my, um, my dad's lady friend made her a little, like a little mask that we, that now she like wears. Mm. And it's like, at first she was freaked out, hated seeing it on our faces, but then like realizes now that if she wears it, she can go to CVS. Like that's the big outing is like the CVS. And so, 
That's really sad. I was like, we can go to CVS. So she's like really excited, but like, that's like a big deal. I and mean, she's like a super, you know, trooper about it. And she wears her mask and she's happy. And we go to the CVS and we, you know, buy things or whatever. But, um, yeah, they they, she's like, they like adapt and they, and she's so young still, but, but, you know, we didn't, she had just started like, pre preschool, you know, mm-hmm. and we're still trying to figure out what the hell we're doing next year, but you know, yeah. We'll I mean, same. I, yeah, same, all in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can't thank you enough for coming and doing this with us. We really, oh really appreciate it. I, I mean, and I know that we could just chat and chat and chat and yeah. chat. <laughs> <laughs> then it's a two-parter and a three-parter. Exactly. Well, I'm sorry it took so long for us to make it happen. And thank no. you guys for having me. And, and it's been a pleasure. And uh, I, 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 uh, I love being a part of the, of the Broadway baby mamas. I'm always like a, I'm a little voyeur, you know, I go on there and read, read everybody's <laughs> stuff and like learn, you know, and um, occasionally I'll post, you know, throw some things out there, but mostly I, I just, I just learn from everybody. And it's just nice to have a, um, a community, uh, uh, and a strong, a strong community like that to turn to, especially if, which I know as, as we all navigate, you know, our careers and motherhood and, and, but it's so, so thank you guys for creating that space for everybody. We are, yeah, you guys are the ones that make it up. I mean, that's the thing, Jessica and I always say, we as administrators never have to, you know, come step in and, 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 tone down a post or ask people to, to respect everybody because everybody just respects everybody. It's incredible, you know? Um, so we're, we're grateful for everybody, for all of you. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, go hug that sweet girl and I will. Yeah. (laughs) I think she's awake. So I'm going to go and enjoy it. Yeah. Back in it and be well during this time. Thank you. You too. You guys as well. And, um, I'll see you soon. Yes. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talkin' Loud. Special shout outs to Rachel Spencer Hewitt for our fabulous graphic, Kristen Anderson Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Ward Weber for our awesome theme song, our producers Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. If you like what you're hearing and you want to keep the conversation going, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and of course, subscribe and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.